0: Doctrine and Devotion is sponsored by the most innovative audio Bible app available, Dwell. Dwell is like the Spotify of Scripture because of how easily they've made it to explore the catalog of Holy Scripture. Stay tuned for more details or head on over to dwellapp.io. That's D W E L L A P -P (laughs) P.io. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship.
0: Happy Sunday, boo-boo. Happy
1: Sunday. Bears lost. Yeah,
0: Chase Mm -hmm. Daniel.
1: I was going to head to that game, too.
0: Yeah, aren't you glad you didn't? Um,
1: Yeah, I'm actually really glad I didn't. By the way, well, you thankfully had my meeting got changed.
0: Yeah, you, that's why you're not in England. <laughs> that's why I'm not there right now,
1: but I'll have to go there uh, end of this month.
0: Nobody really cares, Jimmy. Yeah. Except me.
1: Yeah. Because you cry and whine. I don't cry. FaceTime. I
0: don't cry. Oh,
1: I've just my allergies. My allergies.
0: Well, first of all, I don't even have allergies, and I don't cry. But I am annoyed when you leave me. I don't like that. <laughs> what
1: do you want? How does that you don't annoy need to you? go.
0: I don't need to go. You don't need to go.
1: Stop it. <laughs> I got vacation.
0: Yeah, well, that's different. If I you're got, doing vacation. Then I got business. I can complain about vacation, but it's a different complaint.
1: Yeah, They're not, not taking, taking me. you?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's business. Like I feel like you just don't need to be there. You send a messenger. Uh, what about – what's that, what's that guy that you work with? I am the messenger. No, the other guy. Honcho. What's, what's the guy that works with you? Hector. Hector, yeah. I he was something <laughs> like that. Send Hector. No, I'm good. Uh, All yeah. right. <laughs> Hector has his role. You have your role. You exactly. Gotta make sure it's balanced exactly. out. That's right. I'm That's glad right. I'm glad you didn't go. Man, we had uh we had good worship today. We always do. It was a good yeah, time. man. Great sermon. Great uh, sermon yeah. summary. Thank you. Loved uh, it. It was yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I struggled with that sermon. The sermon summary is actually the best part of my whole message. The message was okay. Uh the text is beautiful, of course. The passage is great. But um yeah, the sermon summary was good. I liked it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you're getting
1: kind of forgetful in your old age. What do you mean? Uh, well your sister called you out for oh, yeah. you know you're supposed to have seven yeah, points thanks. and you only had six.
0: Okay, first of all,
1: <laughs> I can just see how this bad is why Joey, when you plant a church, church or you pastor Jones. a church,
0: you don't you don't really invite your family members to join <laughs> or visit. Joan's sister calls. Or sit in out. the front. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: my sister has <laughs> called me out while preaching at the conference at, the conference. at our church. <laughs> She'll just be like, "Hey." I got something to say. So at the end of my sermon, you don't know what Jimmy's (laughs) talking about. At the end of my sermon, I have seven mini points, right? Like Mm -hmm. seven reasons people stumble over Jesus as the cornerstone. And
1: you had, you bam,
0: bam. Well, you went through all seven. I went through all seven. All three services, I went through all seven. Mm -hmm. Go through all seven. Now, here was the plan for the third service. And I tweak it a little bit each time. So I was going to read my seven, make a short statement, and then close with one passage of scripture. Ba-bang. Gospel mic drop. yeah. Yeah. So I get done with all seven. I make my statement. Mm. And my sister yells from the front row something like, you didn't give all seven. (laughs) So I said, uh, (laughs) yes, I did. (laughs) Hey, everybody. That's my sister right there. My older sister. And I did give all seven. But
1: in case anybody else. But maybe maybe you didn't. No, I did. You're getting up there in age. Stop it. Listen, even our driver. Coming home. Oh goodness. Coming home from uh You're gonna bring uh, this up. Yeah, from California. Mm-hmm. So we get in the car and I got this driver. And uh first is, like, first is like, oh, is this a father and son trip, you know? Which already threw me off. Thinking, I looked at Jimmy like, you've like,
0: gotta be kidding me. I felt like you set me up when the no, no, driver no, no, no. asked me. And that. I'm
1: thinking, the dude's joking. He's just joking. There's no way people are gonna confuse us as father and son. Mm-hmm. So I play along. Yeah. And I said, no, it's my grandpa. Mm -hmm. it's grandpa grandpa and I are going on a trip he's like oh where's great and so Joe and I play along where I'm like Joe I
0: didn't really play along I just didn't say anything
1: (laughs) yeah you did I go I go grandpa this is a safe place we're okay we're gonna go see grandpa you're like oh am I safe here am I good (laughs) yes yes you are grandpa (laughs) and so we're playing along I thought this guy was joking the whole time until he drops us off Mm -hmm. and Joe can't figure out how to open the door I can't with a stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid Cadillac. but I don't know what so, it was. I couldn't so open the door. So Joe couldn't open the door. Joe gets up, walks to his car. I'm in the. I'm at the back there, grabbing the bags. And he go. The guy's like, your grandpa couldn't figure out how to open the door. He's how How old is he? Fifty, fifty five. And I go, No, he's seventy five. He's like, Wow, he's got a lot of energy.
0: Yeah. See. Look. By the way. Guy said I had a lot of energy. That's that's the positive takeaway. (laughs) takeaway. Guy thought that I was clipping along pretty good.
1: Is that he truly thought you were my grandfather? that you were seventy-some years old, Mm -hmm. and he's like trying to commend him. He's like, "You're you're really getting around. You're really getting around."
0: But it also shows that I'm a pretty progressive older man because obviously there was an interracial adoption a long time ago before that was super PC. So. You, yeah, you
1: were ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before God, it was... I can't
0: believe you. I forgot all about that. Oh, yeah.
1: man. Yeah, kind of like how you forgot to have seven I did points. not. I, had, I
0: gave all seven. I knew I gave all seven. Yeah.
1: Well, now, Joe, before, like, have you forgotten yet? Did you, do you know what we're talking about today?
0: Uh is this a safe place? It is a, this <laughs> is a feel safe right? place, Joey? Yeah, it's man, we're sa- in the extent of the gospel from the sixteen eighty nine chapter twenty. We're looking at paragraph three today. Mm.
1: You wanna read it? Yep. I would love to. Hugo. The revelation of the gospel to sinners made in diverse times and by sundry parts with the addition of promises and precepts for the obedience required therein as to the nations and persons to whom it is granted is merely of the sovereign will and good pleasure of God, not being annexed by virtue of any promise to the due improvement of men's natural abilities by virtue of common light received without it, which none ever made so can do so. And therefore in all ages. The preaching of the gospel has been granted unto persons and nations as to the extent of straightening of it in great variety according to the counsel of the will of God.
0: Now, if you guys are reading along with Jimmy, let me just apologize what, for what? some of the you know misreadings there. But you get the general idea. It's really all about the spread of the gospel. This, this paragraph of this chapter is about the extent of the gospel. And so here we see the spread of the gospel and how it happens in different places and at different times and why that is the case. And it's, it's actually a really cool chapter. I like that, um, that this is in there. Uh, and I'd like to dig into the background to, to understand more about okay. why this was particularly there. And until Jim Renahan does a full exposition of the 1689, we're probably going to have to wait on
1: that. Yeah, you're stuck with us.
0: Yeah. So, um, hey, Jim. Why don't you Get stop honest. doing that podcast and uh, for 1689 and write a little bit of this every day? That'd be good. No, You'd, keep doing the podcast. I like the podcast. Do
1: both at the same time. Yeah, you can do both. He's a genius. Yeah. Genius
0: level. Losing that bow tie. Get the blood flowing. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing that we see here in that very first um, uh, statement, a couple of clauses, is that the spread of the gospel happens in different places and at different times. Now, that's obvious to everybody, we know that, right? Um, it says the revelation of the gospel to sinners, made in diverse times and by sundry parts, meaning that you're going to find the gospel sort of catch fire in some places where eh, maybe just a little spark somewhere else. Maybe hmm. like you look at the, the 1040 window, at least yep. that's what they used to call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, not much gospel there. Nope. You know, you go to Japan, it's less than 1% Christian. Uh, but then you go to China and look out it's booming. Yeah, man, it's it's banging. Yeah. It's slamming.
1: And so I mean as you were talking about like like you said it happens in diverse times and in in various parts. So I mean you think of like the the great awakening, right? Yeah, you right, think exactly. of like revival. that this work, this revival, this work of God at a an appointed uh time. Mhm. Among an, an appointed people,
0: right, and um, and I like that it's the revelation of the gospel to sinners, right. This isn't something, and we've already talked about this. This isn't something that they can discern in nature. It has to be proclaimed. It has to be heralded. Um, it's got to be revealed, right? It's revealed in Scripture, and mm-hmm. that we proclaim that revelation. So it happens in different places and at different times. And the spread of the gospel uh, includes the promises and precepts of it, right.
1: Yeah, it continues on with the addition of promises and precepts for the obedience required therein. So Mm. when we're proclaiming the gospel, there's – we proclaim the gospel, but we're also proclaiming uh, the word of God and the standard of God to a certain people group. If you proclaim the gospel, how are they supposed to
0: respond? Faith and repentance, Yeah, right? So there are actions, and repentance gets very specific for each individual. Some guys um, have to repent and return to their wives and start being kind instead of being bullies or abusive. Mm. Um, Children have to repent and honor their mother and father. Um, Repentance is a return to the will of God in very specific ways. And just like with Jesus, you know, talking to the rich young ruler or various people, there are different commands that accompany the gospel for different people because Mm. faith and repentance looks different
1: in everybody's life. So in that way then, you know, as as – we should that be, be patient, right? As we're, as we're reaching out, as we're proclaiming the word of God to our community, we should be patient in, uh, not thinking, I think sometimes like we read, well, we read acts or we read the great mission books of, 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 you know, of your mentor Stetzer. And we start to think that this is the way it should be at all times, in every place and in every person. And yet, no, God's going to work differently Mm -hmm. among different groups and like okay so you think about the
0: the great awakening or the second great awakening or you know the boston revival like whatever you look at those revivals and you think like oh you you read when the revival kicks off like look at how that revival just happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) well there was a whole lot of preaching and praying before the revival happened yeah like there it's the regular ordinary uh ministry of the church that god uses and so we can't expect it to just flare up. Now it's been a long time since we've had a general revival in America. Yeah, and uh, we're eager for it. We're hungry for it. And I yeah, think twenty twenty, we we pray for it. We and uh, and we work towards it through this through this uh, proclamation, this revelation.
1: And what I like though that as you said, like we we are hoping for it. We're working towards it, and yet we understand that it happens as the Lord pleases, right? Yes, it does. It continues on as to the nations and persons to whom it is granted is merely of the sovereign will and good pleasure of God.
0: Wait, wait, wait. You mean I can't make it happen?
1: No, no, no. You, well, you, maybe you could fake it till you make it. Well, that's that's um,
0: uh, Chuck Finney, Ch- <laughs> just, Chucky Finney, Charles Finney. I know he's not our jam, uh, but he would argue that revival is merely uh, is accomplished by the right use of the constituted means. And in yeah. other words, you can you can make it happen. You don't have to fake it. No, no, you,
1: you just, just get the, make it. You just get those hazers. Mm. You just get the fog machine. Mm-hmm. You, you get, get Stephen Furtick that, in there to yeah, start writing music going. You make sure you have that like three or four people spread out in the crowd. So, so they start coming, they forward, coming forward. They come everyone forward. Everyone else first. understands, "Oh, I guess it, I can. A, I, I, I have freedom."
0: 20 people just went forward. They have name tags on, but okay, maybe maybe they have to. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go forward too. Yeah. Yeah. You can't uh you can't do that. It really is the work of God. Salvation is the work of God, the leading, the drawing. Jesus says, "You cannot come to me unless the Father who sent me draws you." So all of that is the work of our sovereign God. So it's what pleases him. Uh and this should actually for me it puts me at ease in some ways, okay, so yeah. it's not on me to convert a person or to change them, but it boy, it also makes me antsy and hungry. Like, come on, God, do your thing. I want to see what only you can do, only you can do it, so let's, let's see it. Like, that's why we pray when we evangelize. You know, We don't just reason with people. We don't just try to argue with them. We preach, we proclaim, we herald, and we pray earnestly that God would do what only he can do.
1: And I really love that, Joe. And I think one of the things that, that I was really, at least I found re- freedom when uh, I began to, I think, understand the doctrines of grace and realize that this is this is by the Spirit of God
0: mm. is that
1: freedom in ministry, right? And and because of that, then, we have that freedom to proclaim uh, indiscriminately to everyone and anyone. Right.
0: Yeah, we have that warrant of faith preached to everybody. We're hyper-Calvinists, so, um, you know, Speaking of hyper-Calvinism, hmm. you want to avoid hyper-Calvinism, Jimmy? You know, you don't want to, you don't want to go Arminian, right? You mm. don't want to go hyper-Calvinist. No, no. You want to hit that, that biblical, solid, scriptural, tightly theological, honoring to God, robust Calvinism.
1: H- how do you get there?
0: Well, is going to get you there, right? You yeah. can read the books. You can do all that stuff. You can read all the Scriptures. But I'll tell you what. The Dwell Scripture Listening App is going to be the thing to help you become the Calvinist God wants you to be.
1: <laughs> the Calvinist God <laughs> wants you to be. <laughs> you, you, have, you been, have you checked out the Dwell app? Uh, you know what? I have. I've downloaded it. I've been enjoying it. has been my jam.
0: Man, all right, listen. You guys know that we love Bibles. We love audio Bibles. The, the Dwell Bible app is not just an audio Bible. Of course, you can listen to the books of the Bible. Yeah. But with Dwell, you can also browse popular passages and curated playlists that include... I love that aspect of oh, it. Oh, man. Here are like, you know, all the I am statements of Jesus yep. or whatever, right? So you can include those, create playlists of specific verses. There are listening plans so that you can cultivate the habit of uh, seeking God in scripture every day. So you can read through the Bible in a year. You can do all of that. But what makes it really special for me is um, they the they have four, right now, they have four different voices, yeah. right? That will read the scripture to you and you can choose which one you like the best.
1: Which one do you like the best? Uh,
0: I like the, there's two dudes. I like the, the dude that, Sounds like he lives in my neighborhood. That's the guy. That's like. the one you like. Yeah. See,
1: I like the other dude.
0: You like the dude?
1: Oh, he's got an a- the accent. What yeah. is that? I don't even know what that is. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just, let's I just, let's just don't let's just, know. Let's just, it could be just, South African. Just, I don't know what it is. Let's you just know, simmer down on – I'm not saying it's bad. i just saying I don't know where it's from. Yeah, but I'm I like the it. way you said it sounds like he's from my neighborhood. You well, already guy, showed your prejudice. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it's, not, it's preference, not prejudice, Jimmy. Oh. Listen, here's the thing. They got four different readers, and they they all read very, very well. Yeah. And you can choose – like, It's like
1: having me on there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're definitely me. not going to be it's, on the dwell yeah, By the way, we never have on. There. So
0: you can choose that, but you can also choose the music bed that plays underneath that. Yeah. and so they've got like cello or piano or cello and piano. I like the ambient music. Like I like that stuff. Yeah. It's good. They got acoustic guitar. And you can adjust the volume of each. So like, oh, I wanted a little bit louder. And you can switch between voices at any time. You don't lose your place. Man, it is uh it is really cool. And in fact the music beds that they that they play, um, those things were developed by the the Steinway artist Chad Lawson. Like they didn't just get, you know, some kid with a MIDI player in there mm-hmm. like, making it happen. It's legit. So you can access uh, all the Bibles online or offline now, uh, including book, plan, playlists, curated passages, by signing up for a seven-day trial. Now, you can download Dwell. Um, you can start listening, get the whole experience. There's, there's, you can just get a free version where you get a little bit of it. Do the seven-day trial. It yeah. is completely worth it.
1: Man, in and, and that seven-day trial, you get uh, the Bible in the tradition book in chapter form, right? In the traditional book in chapter form. What translation, Jimmy? I, I like the ESV, You got ESV? <laughs> you get 44 listening plans that take you through books or themes one day at a time, 261 curated passages of noteworthy scripture, and that's a great place to begin if you're unsure of where to start. Mm-hmm. There's 44 playlists that help you travel through scripture by theme. You can download audio for listening when offline, mm-hmm. and you can look it up, in the app browser on your phone, or visit dwellapp.io.
0: Go get it. Jimmy and I are loving it, and uh, yeah, highly recommend. All right, so the spread of the gospel, it happens in different places and at different times. It includes the promises and the precepts, and like you said, Jimmy, it happens as the Lord pleases, and very specifically, to kind of hammer down on that, it is not dependent, the spread of the gospel is not dependent on the character or quality of people or cultures. You know, it's not that, oh, well, this culture is, is more enlightened, so they're going to they receive are the gospel. They're far more advanced. Yeah, like they're, they're, because their culture is, is premium culture, so now the, the gospel will, will take root and flourish there. It doesn't work that way. Here's what the confession says Not being annexed by virtue of any promise to the due improvement of men's natural abilities by virtue of common light received without it, which none ever made or can do so. And therefore, in all ages, the preaching of the gospel has been granted unto persons and nations as to the extent or straightening of it in great variety according to the counsel of the will of God. Mm. Which means um, you can't expect the gospel to thrive in one place and not another because you think one place is better than another.
1: Yeah, like the idea of like I should be planting a church. I mean, I, I, I get it. you know like the whole church planting strategy, right? I want to be in a in a community or a city that's going to have maximum impact, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's, I understand that there's some strategy to that, but when we're talking about when God is is moving, He's not looking at it in the same ways we are, right? He's got plans, and his plans are not – listen, uh, the gospel is
0: thriving in China, in China. Uh, They should be sending missionaries to – and I think they do – to America. You know what I mean? Like we are busted. We've got all the technology, all of these alleged freedoms and everything. And uh, none of the hope the gospel is declining here. It seems mm. to me that uh, at best evangelicalism is somewhat stable. Uh, I don't see it like thriving and growing. And so we have to do what we're called to do and trust that God will do what only he can do, which is actually produce the real fruit. So, so nope. I mean, what's what should this do? I mean, we, we look at this, this whole idea of the gospel spreads uh through our efforts, but ultimately takes root and bears fruit according to the will of God. What does this mean for us?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, two things that we've already hit on first, uh, we should be a prayerful people, yeah, right? We should be yearning and hoping and and praying that the spirit of God would uh go and um, and start working in our communities. In fact, you think it's fair to say, Jimmy, if we are not praying. That the gospel would take root
0: in the lives of the people in our cities, in our counties, in our states, that we really want it to take root? I mean, I know it doesn't feel like we want it to take root if we're not praying for it.
1: No, no, no. That's a hard word, right? Like that's a hard word to to those that are uh, ministering or or claiming to love their neighbors Mm -hmm. and yet not praying for their salvation. At the very
0: least, it means that you believe it hinges on you and not God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So either you don't really want them to get saved if you're not praying about it or you believe you don't need God for them to get saved. You just got to do your thing. Buckle down, get serious and make it happen. I'm just going to go ahead and
1: read all these books and lay out my points and I'm going to intellectually strong arm them. How many salvation. points? How many points? Well, usually it's supposed to be seven. But, yeah, but, unfortunately, you, but you sometimes leave them off. So some, some people might leave one off, mm-hmm. according to. Uh, you know, Joe my sister.
0: sister, my sister. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do evangelism only, around my sister. You only said six, <laughs> I said all seven. Quiet, girl. Small church, man, It's where it's at. <laughs> All right, so be in prayer. That's what you were saying. You said two things, though.
1: Yeah, the second thing, I think, is uh, be on mission, right? Mm -hmm. That we should be out there proclaiming the God to everyone. I mean, we're called to make make disciples of all nations. Boycotting companies. We should. (laughs) We should be proclaiming the Word of God, the hope that we have in Christ to our neighbors, to our loved ones, to to our coworkers.
0: You know, I was just at uh, a couple of days ago, I was— well. Surprise, surprise. I was at the cigar shop mm. meeting you there. And before you got there, a woman um, wanted oh, yes. to, wanted to talk to me about the difference between Catholicism and Protestants. And it appears to me, I, it's possible that I'm wrong, Jimmy. Appears to me, it appeared to me then, she might have had a little bit to drink
1: at that uh, point. I concurred okay. when I showed okay. up. <laughs>
0: So, so, like, I'm laying things out for her, and there's a guy there that sometimes comes to our church, he visits, you know, and every once in a while, and there are other people there listening, and guys that we have a lot of conversations with on the regular. And, uh, boy, uh, she was animated, she was into it. um, But, see, that's an opportunity not to debate or argue Catholicism versus Protestant theology. That's an opportunity to articulate the gospel and to press people to believe. What is your hope? Is your hope that... God will save you by grace that comes through your works, or is your hope God's grace that is offered to you and received by faith alone? And so, yeah, we got to like take every opportunity, even if you think like, well, I don't know if this is going to like, you know, I don't know what this is going to do. I don't know how serious of a conversation this is going to be. Well, God does what he does uh, according to his time. Uh, according to his plan and you never know you gotta just take the opportunities when they come don't be fearful and if you are afraid that's okay be brave in the midst of being fear and take the step to um, to actually start talking about it and here's the thing you're gonna mess it up I mess it up Jimmy messes it up when you mm-hmm. preach the gospel you're going to mess it up but you can't mess up God's plan God yeah. will overcome all of it so I like what you're
1: saying Jimmy pray it up preach it loud get on it and uh, don't miss the opportunities well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, jofostorecom and grab some gear. Fresh bought every Monday and Thursday, and maybe a bonus episode coming tomorrow. We got a bonus episode.
0: Check it. Midnight.
1: Later.